Thank you guys for joining me on Every Ray Living. You already know it is your girl, Raya. Welcome. As always, thank you guys for taking the time out of your day, allowing me to talk you through whatever you're doing or whatever you're going through. Tonight, as promised, for those of you who've been paying attention, tonight is October 22nd. I got a couple of my girls here and we are going to talk about a topic we all love to talk about, men. But before we get to that topic, I want to shout out um, Aaron Poling and Poling Renovations. So if you need any homework, literally homework done on your house, that's the way to go. Speaking of Aaron, I wanted to um, talk to you guys a little bit about a group that he put together and it's called FOL. And that stands for Friends of Lima. And what that is, is a group of people that comes together to help meet the needs of people in the community. So, um, for example, feeding the homeless, helping out, you know, lighting the load in certain certain situations, certain areas. Um, if you need res- resources, if I can spit it out, I've already had too many drinks. <laughs> if you need any resources for certain things, um, FOL would be the way to go. He has merch. Um, and in the future, I'm going to have him come on so he can give more in-depth information in regards to um, FOL. Um, and just again, it's to help you know, provide needs and resources for people who are in need. Um, we all have a need. We all have a want. And it's easy for people to um, get something for free. But it's better when you can get resources so you can maintain um, those things. And so FOL, Friends of Lima, is just an extension of anything that you need and would want. And um, Aaron and his crew will make sure um, those needs are met um, within reason. Um, but again, we're going to um, talk more about that. You're going to see more about that. You're going to um, see uh, we're live. So if you hear us talking in the background, it's all good. Um, he also has um, a, uh, let me see what it's called. we all like what is going on there okay so he um started i already mentioned to you guys he uh started the little um friends of lima so that's like i said that's excuse me guys (laughs) way too many drinks um that's already a thing so we're gonna talk more about that like i said he has um a uh i want to get to this part Okay, so um, he has collaborative efforts, like I said, in the um, FOL. So whatever you need, people he knows and all that good stuff um, can make sure those things happen. He also has the Southside Spartans Boxing Gym. And that's where kids can go and get taught how to box, things of that nature. But like I said, I'll have more information in regards to that on my YouTube channel, on my TikTok on my Facebook page. And like I said, you can um, reach out to Aaron if you have any um, questions in regards to needing any renovations for your home. Um, He's on Facebook. Um, And again, I'm going to have him come on. He can talk more about that. And yeah, so I don't want to take too much time in regards to that. I just wanted to give an introduction um, because FOL is a really um, neat thing that he's got going on. And um, 
is something that you're going to hear and see me talk about, talk about a lot and, you know, all that good stuff. So we're going to get off into what we actually um, are joining each other here tonight for, and that is to discuss a topic that we all put into the basket and um, we're going to talk about it. So the topic is what, Keisha? Oh, well, okay, let me pull here out the topic we have tonight. Okay, it says here, why is it that men seem to be intimidated by women who are successful? And then successful, I just mean like taking care of business, paying their bills, holding down a full-time job. Um, the word I hate to use the word independent because they've made it come with a negative connotation, but... Yeah, they're they're able to manage things on their own and they just are looking for somebody to bring into their life to add to their life. But um, women seem to have trouble in the dating pool when it comes to that. Okay, so we have Jenny. Hello. And myself. Um, Nicole can be here. She is sick and along with Jean. So it's just us holding it down. Um, what are your thoughts? Jenny, I'll let you go first. Men are intimidated by that. I just, I don't, I mean, I just feel like they just, I don't know if they feel like they have to hold a standard, you know. I don't, I feel like I have a problem meeting men who are on the same level as me. You know what I'm saying? Like having a degree and being able to take care of my own bills and finding everything. And it's just like, is it that hard? I mean, I don't know. I don't ask men to, like, I can pay for my own hair. I can pay for my own bills. I can pay for my own nails. I just want time, somebody to go out with, stuff like that. I don't know. I don't know if that's just too much to ask for from men. Um, that's a tricky question because some men will say they don't have a problem with right. a woman holding it down, having their own, and so on and so forth. But I think it is something to that. And I think sometimes it comes from, I don't want to step on no toes when I say this, but put your Timberlands on. Sometimes men are used to women who don't really have a lot. You know what I mean? And they are looked, the guy is looked at like he's a lot. He's, you know, bringing this to the table. So sometimes men are comfortable with operating with women. And that's not to like slight a woman who don't have as much or whatever, but sometimes they get comfortable in that role of being the provider and being the alpha omega of that person's life. And then that relationship doesn't work out. And then they meet a woman who makes probably a little bit more, have a little, a different aesthetic, you know what I mean? And so that makes him uncomfortable because he's never had to, you know, rise above whatever, you know, level he was with, you know, Susie Q who probably worked at, no shade to McDonald's, but McDonald's, you right. know, whatever, whatever, versus a woman who is a manager somewhere running her own whatever. And she may make more than him. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's not even all about how much the other person make. It could just be the drive. You know what I mean? And sometimes that's a difference in relationships. If you are driven and you believe you can do and achieve and you have that versus a person who never really thought they could and was not really motivated by much because nobody ever made them feel like they could do certain things. You know, those are dynamics in relationships that can hinder a relationship from going forward, if that makes sense. I don't even know if I'm making sense right now. (laughs) I've already started my drinks at uh, (laughs) five (laughs) o'clock. 
I can kind of clarify something too. Not all men right. are this way, but I'm speaking from personal experience and talking with a lot of other women who are also single and holding it down, holding their own. So, and also it seems to be a lot of black men, of course this crosses racial boundaries too, but I feel like it's more so with black men that, and there's a lot of different hypotheses out there as to why this is, and I'm sure each hypothesis doesn't fit every single man, but from personal experience, men tend to say, like Red said, oh, I love that. I love that you are independent, doing your own thing, and I want a woman who I don't have to take care of her, and she can, you know, she can make more money than me. I'm not intimidated by that. They say that sometimes, but once you yeah. actually get into things with them, there's little little things that start to crop up. And it's like, okay, um, me, again, speaking from personal experiences, comments, unnecessary comments that are made, um, things that are showing their insecurities. So, and I think too, I'm not going to say that every single man that has an issue with this is insecure. But I think that's a big part of it. I think some of the men are insecure um, because they're not doing as, as well. And it makes them kind of look at themselves like, oh, if I'm around her, it's a reminder that I'm not doing as well as I would want to be. And that makes me feel inferior. Or you should think that that would make it drive a man to want to do better. You would think. You think. But a lot of men, it doesn't appear to be that way. And again, I'm, I'm speaking from personal experience. Um, and just from some of girlfriends and people that I talk to that are single. I know it's not all like, right. like this across the board. <laughs> right. Um, some other reasons. Um, men do like to be caretakers. Some men, and I don't know if this could be rooted in insecurity too, but if they're able to play, uh, what's the term, Captain Sabahoe? Right. Um, uh, pretty woman kind of thing. If they're mm. able to... Do that and come in and oh okay I can take care of you. Damn you! Fight. They want you damsel in distress. Yeah, and then that that beefs them up and that makes them feel like a man. Um, and I, so I just think that when you come across these men, which unfortunately there's quite a few out there, and I've come in contact with quite a few, um, they would never in a thousand years say, "Oh yeah, I'm insecure." <laughs> they don't even, you know, they won't even give enough attention to it to realize that's what it is. And it's oozing everywhere, mm -hmm. so they don't have to say it. I've had men um, make statements about what I do and make, oh, oh, like, oh, you're a glorified babysitter. Excuse me? Okay. Um, <laughs> just different comments. Right. Things that, or, or, oh, you can, you can buy that if you want to. Like, I mean, yeah, I could. Like, comments. Mm -hmm. and, then, and then I'm like, it starts to right away show me, like, who they are. And, and you know, and it's just like, that's not somebody that I want to try to be with anyway. So, right. thank you for starting to show me your true colors up front. <laughs> Immediately, no. But those kind of things. And so, it's just, it's a challenge when you, because what are we supposed to be doing? Sitting around on welfare all of our lives waiting on a man to come and rescue us and then you have that because then they'll talk about you on that okay. you don't want nothing you're on welfare you're this you're that you know and i agree with what you're saying keisha and i'm gonna go on the other side of that coin um women who are definitely i'm not i'm gonna say not like us but i mean i i can say i've probably been this way at one point uh i'm not there now because i'm ready 
am ready <laughs> to be swept off my feet. But um, the other side to that coin is women who say they want a certain type of, I want him to work, I want him to do this, I want him to do this, da, 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 da. and then God gives him to you. And you don't know how to handle it. You're uncomfortable. You're not sure what to do. You're not sure how to act. You not. You wanted this man, but when you got that particular man that you wanted, you weren't comfortable. You know what I mean? You weren't ready for that. And I think on the other side of that coin too, that's kind of in line with some of those men that are insecure that feels like they want a woman that does all that. But then when they do, they're not sure, you know, how they fit into that woman's world. And I think it's like you said, it's an insecurity thing because you have to be solid in who you are. In general, whether you're in a relationship, whether it's your friends, because you're going to have friends that make more money than you. You're going to have friends that are going to be prettier than you. You're going to have friends that drive better cars than you. You got to know who you are in spite of all that. I've always told Jada, make sure you get friends that are doing better than you, prettier than you, got more education than you. So you can learn from that person and excel and not let that be an insecurity. Don't feel frightened by that person because if the world is full of different people and you want to you know learn how to you know operate in rooms with people who got more than you and men and women get caught up in that and men specifically because again they're deemed to be the breadwinners the ones that's supposed to take care and if they feel inept in that area that's when you start hearing those oh you can buy that if you want to you a glorified babysitter. Well, what is a glorified babysitter? What I'm doing with you right now, <laughs> listening to this baby talk because <laughs> that is not of a grown man you know saying stuff like that is a very slippery slope and men, like you said, they will not admit that they feel uneasy about a woman who is doing well for themselves. You know, my good friend, um, she is an attorney and, you know, she does a lot and, you know, she's dated and I, and sometimes those men have been uncomfortable in that role. Why? Because she makes more money than them. And then sometimes it could be a situation where maybe, they make more money than her, but just the fact that they know that maybe she don't need them and she can, you know, run circles around them, you know, if, if the mood calls for it, that's uneasy. You know what I mean? And again, it just goes back to them not being comfortable in who they are. Yep. Or I'll date guys who, oh God, I'm going to take a drink. <laughs> no, cheers to that. <laughs> cheers. Cheers. <laughs> I feel like I get wounded men me too wounded and for a minute i used to think that was cute because not that they were coming to me wounded but i feel like i've been through enough where i can like impart some words of wisdom but then you get to the point where that's what you're doing oh no i'm not your counselor i i don't care if you're having a good day or a bad day i don't want to hear about it because it becomes a thing where they get used to hearing your words of wisdom or they'll say, you know, exactly, that's right. And, and I just start looking like, no, I, I'm not here for that. I'm not your counselor. Because then I start looking like, I can't find myself place to fall with you because you're looking at me to give you all these words of wisdom and implement some of these things that I've done, which I don't want to see you prosper in, your, in those areas unless you're with me. But I just learned that, you know, that doesn't allow me to be soft. And in right. my femininity, because I'm too busy trying to, cradle and make sure he's good and then I'm we leave and I'm feeling empty I don't feel like I got nothing out of this day but he left empowered fulfilled like he can go tackle the world meanwhile I'm like that was a waste go ahead so now you are 
venturing into a slightly different topic, but I'm here for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> because right. that's another thing that women, we might as well just say pitfalls of dating and just trying to be out here and what we are finding because I was the last, one of the last people that I was dating for a while was in that same situation. And, you know, when we were young, I'm sure we can all, you know, oh, the potential of him. And, oh, oh yeah. Yes. Him and, oh, Fall in love with the potential. You know, I am 46 I years him. old. You better come emotionally equipped mm-hmm. because I'm not here for it. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have, I'm not saying you have to be perfect. We got to work on stuff together, work on our relationship, blah, blah, blah. But if you are coming and you got issues that you haven't, you know, you got to have some emotional intelligence about yourself. If you got issues that you, that are causing you distress in your life, you're not ready for a relationship. Don't come my way. Go see a therapist. (laughs) Get your shit together so you can come emotionally equipped. Sincerely. Because it takes a lot of work to be in a relationship. So, yeah, I'm not. If you sit there and it's like, oh my gosh, like, I'm drained right now. I get drained at work. I don't want to come home and get drained because mm-hmm. you're crying and getting all emotional talking about your woes of your life and who didn't do what for you and <laughs> how your business ain't getting off the ground. <laughs> right. All the, all the stuff that you got going on. I, and don't get me wrong. Yes, we're there for our men and we're going to support our men. But I mean, when somebody comes and they are... They're just not emotionally equipped to enter into a relationship because they are so damaged. I'm like, I'm not coming to nobody damaged. I'm going to heal first. And I took a long time to do that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't trying to get in a relationship for a long time because I had some healing to do. I'm going to need you to do the same. Right. But- and, you know, a lot of women get in relationships like that, want to fix them up. Real, not realizing they already damaged too. They just get to see somebody a little bit more damaged than them. So they want to fix him up, make him their project. Yep. And then that is quintessential to trauma bonding. Cause you're bonding out of trauma. But what happens when that person evolves out of that trauma and move on and realize you're still there? Cause you can help them see the light yep. and you stuck there talking about, I helped you. I made you get to this point. Yeah. But you was too busy working on him and he got the memo and you still stuck there. They done moved on. Moved on. And I, I've seen relationships where they're together out of trauma. Yes. Some people don't like to be alone either. Exactly. Because they don't like to be alone. So they're, they're like, oh, well, he likes me. So I, I'll deal with all their trauma, you know? Right. Because nothing feels better than fixing someone. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You definitely just another one. Not one to be alone. Yeah. But I have learned over the years of being by myself. I'd rather be by myself than have to deal with a bunch of bullshit. So I can do what I want when I'm by myself. I can come and go as I please. I don't have to worry about all the the baggage that comes with it. So I, I, I totally get that. But I'd rather be by myself. I learned a lot being by myself. And I know what I'm going to put up with. And I know what yeah. I'm not going to yeah. put up with. Like you, like you said, there's so many people that will be in relationships that aren't serving them in any way. Just yeah. so they're not alone. Yes. And that's a travesty to me. But it happens. It does. You know, I guess it's part of their journey. But I see it happen all the time. I'm glad I'm not there. Me too. To where I feel like, oh, I'm just going to entertain this and do this and do that just so I'm not alone. Mm -mm. But I think the older that we get, 
we, we know what we want and we know what we don't want and we know what we're going to put up with because of the past of what we've dealt with wisdom yes maturity yes it should come with age it but should it does <laughs> it all the time but you but know you're right my mommy always say men mature yeah older in life you know when they get older much i'm like older and i'm thinking to myself well i'm almost 50 now mom when's it coming yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and i really i really um i really wish that um next time we had this discussion i really um i know that there has been men on the podcast but i do like men to be like i feel like i don't want to be saying all this and then there's no man here to to, to counteract or or give the feedback right that, then I, ooh, that would really drive me because then I would really get going. I was oh, just yeah. saying, I know, you know, if we had men here tonight, how juicier this would get because we would be having a back and forth dialogue on this topic. And so, we're going to. So we, we, yeah, that we have to have a part two. Of yes. yes. Exactly all this stuff because. Because um, we're not trying to bash the men. We're no. Not, we're really not trying to bash no. the men. But it, it, it is good to hear it from a man's side. I actually told Aaron, he was here earlier and. We are going to do this again so that we can get different men um, perspectives on that. But it is relative to, you know, everybody's situation. But just going back, I don't know, I stepped out for a second, but just going back to the whole trauma bonding thing. I don't want to put my son's business out there, but he, he is in a relationship. I mean, he love her to death. You know what I mean? They have two kids together, but it's a trauma bond. You know what I mean? Even though they may love each other and all that, it's just the comfort of everything. You know, the familiarity with the relationship. Um, but when you're in trauma bond relationships, the moment that person looks like um, they're evolving, you're going to feel like, hey, you know, what about me? You know, I've been here this whole time, you know. You're, you're, you know, you're acting different. You know what I'm saying? So it makes a big difference when you get with people, when you're healthy yes. and whole. You're not going to be perfect because everybody comes with something. You know, there's always going to be that one thing you need to work on. Um, but you don't want to get into a relationship where you're trying to fix the other person. Meanwhile, you're, you're sitting there falling apart. You're just as broken. You know what I mean? So it makes a big difference when you can, you know, identify that you've, evolve from a different place and you can see when someone else says you know still there now usually you would get in these situations with men we know already been tangoing with you know and, and <laughs> we, we, we be tangoing you know and we be you know active with them you know and that makes it hard to you know separate as well when you been intimate with them you know sometimes you think sex can make it better i can make him change i can make the relationship look different you know once we you know roll around in the bed you know and that's real i fell into that with on i call him on again off again i thought oh once he understands me on this level he's gonna be in my life forever and ever and ever epic fail because he had his own issues, too. He would never say he had them, but I knew he did. I had mine, too, because I went into it with that thought process. Hey, it's me. All of you know, of course you you want this. Of course. <laughs> how could you not? How could you not? <laughs> but, you know, when they, when they don't got their stuff together, no matter what you do, how you do it, 
sexually, not sexually. If it's not, if they're not ready, not going to be ready. If they're not on that level you want them to be on, they're not going to be there, you know? So it is best to recognize that before you start, um, tangoing, <laughs> but I made that mistake a couple times. I mean, I think we've all been there and made that mistake and just learning, um, what, I mean, people are so casual with sex and they say, oh, you know, get you some, don't do this, don't go without, but it's like, can you handle, like, you have to know yourself, can you handle that? And and a lot of people think they can, but they can't because the nature of people is to connect. And so when you connect your body with somebody, like we, this is a whole nother conversation, <laughs> but you know, solely you're, you intertwine your soul with that person. Yeah. And it's not easily, it's, you know, sometimes the bond is real, really great. And each time you go back, it gets even greater and <laughs> more. And, and so I think we've all learned that. So I think, um, people, everybody's journey is, is different or whatever, but people just have to learn, like, what can you handle? How far can you go before you say, okay, like for me, I'm going to protect my heart if I don't do nothing else at this point in stage of my life because it's been misused and mishandled too many times. So, but it's a fine line between protecting your heart but staying open to new things. So you have to stay open. You got to keep your eyes open, keep your heart open, but then know when to shut it down and say, this is not healthy. It's not serving me before you go and, you know, physically have an intimate relationship, a sexual intimate relationship with that person. And you can, you don't even have to have sex. We know that by the catfish hole industry. <laughs> you don't even have to have sex. You know, people falling in love on the internet. Yes. <laughs> don't you even open, know them. Opening your most vulnerable self up to people that creates a bond. Yes, that that's serious. And so, people they're so and some people are just so thirsty for that that they will open themselves up to anybody, anything too quick. And so, just learn how to guard your heart, protect your heart, but also stay open. It's a fine line, and 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 you gotta learn some skills to to be able to do that. And do it successfully. But it can be done. Yeah. And I think you learn how to do it through trial and error. Oh, yeah. You learn when you get them firm smacks on the hand about what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Because you've, you've learned by bumping your head that was not a good thing. There would be times I would be intimate with, a, with this particular guy. And my friend Nicole would laugh at me because, you know, you know, as girls, we talk about stuff. I would tell Jenny... You know, it just felt so different this time. <laughs> it just felt so different. And it got to the point I felt like Nicole was, you know, like making fun of me because she'll be like, was it different this time? And I would be like, girl, funny you say that because it was different. It wasn't shit different. And it really was different. It, it was, was my it was my emotion and my heart of me wanting to make it different. And sometimes it will feel different. Like the way I would be held. Ooh, that seems like it was a little close. That means something. Just different things make you feel like, oh, this is it. And you stay longer than you need to stay. You go further than you need to go. And, you know, you get kept longer than you want to get kept. All because of your mind make you think that. And when you take those rose-colored glasses off and look at that joker for what it really is and what's going on, even look at you like, what is wrong with me? Why am I getting caught up on these little bare minimum things making me feel like, you know, we have climbed, you know, Mount Rushmore. You know, we ain't did nothing but do a hop over a puddle, you know. 
getting excited over the bare minimum because you, you when you yeah. like them, everything is great and glorious and wonderful. Oh, yeah. But when you ain't worked on yourself and you're healing on some things, yeah, that mug gonna look like a lot. He gonna, but when you start healing, you're going to see the real deal in yourself and you're going to probably want to stick your finger down your throat mm-hmm. and puke at what you settled for, what you accepted yeah. when you were dealing with your yeah. own trauma. Yeah. It don't look good. They don't look that good. Yeah. He'd be like, and he wasn't even that great. Right. I made, I made him great by thinking he was yeah, great. Exactly. Because when you take them blinders off and you exactly. get that healing yeah. and you rip that bandaid off of that, I did a podcast and, um, a TikTok about healing. Rip the band-aid off. Because sometimes we go through that. life, we put that band-aid on, and then when you have any kind of uh, wound, you got to keep the band-aid on for a little bit, but then the doctor going to instruct you to take it off so the air can get to it so it can start to heal. But most of us don't do that. We keep that band-aid on because if we take that band-aid off, we don't want to be subjected to what that healing going to look like it's going to scab over. And when, you know, if you ever had a scab, sometimes it tightens, it's uncomfortable. Then the scab flake off. That ain't, uh, that ain't pretty. Cause then it's pink and look ugly on the inside. Cause so it's healing. Infection setting. Yep. Yep. And you then got no choice, but to go. <laughs> <and get> some- <laughs> right. it's so yep. yep. But once the healing ensues, that wound is going to heal up and you ain't going to ever tell that it was ever even mm-hmm. a wound. It's going to, the skin's going to heal. It's yeah. going to look brand new. Or the scar is going to be so minimal, you're not even going to notice that it was even there. Yeah. And that's no different than in relationships. And I just think when men heal, they're able to love openly and be real with you. You know, and in kind, you're able to be real with them. But when we both come into the table trying to act like superwoman and superman, we ain't getting nowhere. You know, and it, it just makes it hard for people to open up and be themselves because they're trying to impress someone. And a man that feel like he ain't on the same level as a woman, he gonna wear that ass on his chest all day long. <laughs> Knowing dang on well, that S sounds, stands for sour. You, you, you're not strong. When you, said, you were, when you were, if you were talking, when you were first talking, um, what you were, what you were talking about was patterns and recognizing patterns, mm-hmm. um, which is vital not just your own patterns, but like the patterns, uh, like you're like, oh, it's gonna be different. Like recognizing that pattern, like, okay, I do this every single time. Um, so starting to recognize patterns, but also the men and how they moving and patterns like, okay, when he said this or when he did that, or, you know, just and starting to recognize and it's get, not, not that you're like, oh, he did that, I'm gone. No, what I'm saying is though, recognize like, okay, take note, take note. And then watching him, how he respond to you with certain things, or um, how, is he showing up when he say he gonna show up? Is he calling when he, you know, all those kind of things that we, oh, he was busy and uh, nope, watch them patterns. Ooh, we just patterns talked that, about that, you know. Uh-huh. And so that that's the first thing I think the first kind of step is saying, okay, let me. Why, let me pay attention to what's going on here because if I don't, I'm going to wind up right back where I was the last time, brokenhearted, busted and disgusted, crying for two weeks and, and whatever have you. And my, my girlfriend's, girl, I told you. Like, no, you ain't going to have to keep telling me because I want right. to start learning from myself. Right. So just paying attention to those patterns. Um, 
And you said something else I wanted to comment on too. Girl. I say so much because I talk so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the last thing you said? You said um, you start talking about men. Oh, this is kind of another topic too. Like, why men won't go get help? Oh, when you're saying they need to heal. We're talking about men. You know, we're trying. To- well, they get help from their boys who give them. The worst advice. <laughs> That's where they I get their help from. Help. I don't <laughs> help the boy usually be in the worst situation. Well, they they That's where they go. I'm talking. Professional. I'm trying to tell you the OG, the one that's older than all of them. That's the one they go to. Yeah. They believe that that one is the one. Well, he already know. He he told me what to do. I've seen it. He was his wife for twenty years. I don't even know that. <laughs> Yeah, who are they who are they talking to? Who is the OG and what is the OG doing? Nothing. Is the OG pimping out, still pimping out three right. different women? Probably. Or is the OG is he an OG because he has, you know, a legacy and he's a, a, a man who's been married to his wife and then cared for her and nurtured her and loved her and raised his kids all by the same woman in the same house. Right. Why is he, you know, so who are they looking up to? Well, they don't want to go get help and talk to anyone. In my opinion, I'm not saying this for all, so don't nobody come at me. Because then it will mean they got to do, take some accountability. They got to start, you know, dealing with some of their stuff. And nobody likes dealing with it. Everybody likes to play the blame game. So if a man wants to go get help, the first thing, the first line of defense is going to be, well, I didn't have that. I didn't grow up with that. My mom and my daddy wanted. Okay, so that that happened. Okay, so next. Right. You know, but nobody ever wants to really deal with their emotions because men have been groomed from the beginning of time. You don't show any emotion. Don't let nobody know when you hurt. Keep everything inside. It's a sign of weakness mm-hmm. for men. It's, it's a sign of weakness. Like, I don't, I don't talk about my feelings. I don't want to do that. And now, there's more men that are, you know, mental health awareness and mental health and stuff is, is, is taking, uh, is, is getting the attention that it needs and yes. it deserves now. But there's still a lot of men who... I don't, I don't need to talk to nobody. Like, I can, you know, it's a sign of weakness. And and that's, we're talking about men and their manhood. No, that ain't part of the manhood. Mm-hmm. Well, I ain't going to talk to nobody about my feelings. They won't talk, they won't talk to us. They, it's like, they won't, who are you talking to? Oh, you just going to go get drunk. And you're, you just going to talk shit with your boys. Or let the OG who pimping out, still <laughs> pimping out the, you know what I'm saying? Talk, tell you what to do. So, the blind leading the blind. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I think that it's so huge when we talk about men not being emotionally equipped, not being able to be with women because of their issues and their insecurities and stuff, because they won't go get help. And yes, they don't want to be held accountable for anything a lot of the times. It's very hard to do that and you need help and you need trusted friends and you need there's also a real friend, somebody who's going to hold you accountable. Man, you fucking up. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. You need to, you, yeah. Get your stuff together. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we getting there slowly but surely. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm definitely not on here to um, be like, I'm tainted and I've given up or anything like that. But I just, these are real issues that we're dealing with, though, um, that need to be talked about. And... We just got to keep going and keep, you know, addressing these things and keep bringing it up and, and at least maybe getting these men to kind of think, like, why why am I? Like, maybe they will. Like, why? Dang, I do. Dang, I do have a problem with that. Why do I have a problem with that? 
I like to see women doing their thing, but then why do you know? Yeah. So hopefully, you know, it'll strike a chord. Yeah, because a lot of women are getting real content with being single. I said that just a little bit. Yeah. I, I you after being single so long, you do get content. You do get. I'm always like, okay, so I mean, I don't want to grow old by myself, but at the same time, I'm always thinking. Then I don't want to have to worry about what are they, you know, and it's, you go through the whole issue when you get into a relationship and then it's like, I'm so set in my ways now. I don't know, you know, do you want to even really have a re- relationship? Because you're so, you, you be single for so long. You get to doing the, your thing. Yeah, and you're so used to doing your thing. Everything is do status quo. you want quo? to disrupt your life, you know, mm-hmm. because things, are, you know, you... I don't know, like me, I'm like focused on my career, focused on making money, and I, I know what I got to do this day, this day. I don't I don't want no disruptions. <laughs> right, right. I'm like, it's, I, 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 I flip-flop between, I'm good this way. I, I like dating. I went on a date with um, my friend last Friday, and it was so nice, but I had did that stretch of work eight days, and then I threw my back out. I came home, laid on the floor to stretch my back out, couldn't get up. It was here by myself. You know what I mean? Like had he came here, I probably wouldn't have laid on the floor, but I was stuck down there. Right. So that's the moment that I'm like, okay, so I definitely need someone to grow with because I need him to help me right. get up off the floor. <laughs> but on the flip side of that, do he really need to see me rolling around here? I can say this about you, myself. He'd be, he'd be there. For, uh, but know. do I want him to see me looking like a farm animal trying to crawl above <laughs> the floor? Because I was looking, I was looking at myself, like, <laughs> self, what if you did have a guy here? Would you really want him seeing you struggling on the floor like that? I, I don't want to see myself down here. I was feeling was... very uneasy about how I was looking, trying to crawl up off the floor. And I was thinking to myself, what if he really, y'all do need a man here to help me get up the floor because I was stuck. Right. I somehow peeled myself up off the floor, crawled off, you know, used the couch to get up. But I was like, ooh, that's a double-edged sword. Do I want somebody seeing me in this in this light? On the other hand, yes, I need and want somebody to grow old with. I need him to see right. me in all of this because I'm going to see him in all of that. And, you know, again, it makes you wonder, do you want people... Do you want people seeing you like that? Do you want somebody seeing you in a vulnerable state like that? Right. And on the other hand, yes, I do. Yes, I do need you to come in here. <laughs> get me off the floor. I do need you to help me. But then I struggle with... I probably shouldn't even say this out loud. I want to grow with a man. I want him to be in my life. But then I'm not really that person that likes... I shouldn't say this. I don't know if I want to take. I don't know. I, sh- I shouldn't say that. I would want somebody to help take care of me. But you don't want to take care of somebody else. Just a thought, like if some if he needed me to help him wipe his butt because he got in a situation. Like I'm like that's the kind at this age at 48 you got to be looking. Now when you're 20 you ain't thinking about that. You're thinking the mug is invincible. Ain't never never gonna happen to him. But at 48 we're getting older. Things are going to start happening. And I have to look at when I get with a man and I love him and I marry him good, bad, or indifferent, better or worse, sickness and health. Like if he needed me to assist him in wiping his butt or something, I, I now, my str- friend is, married. I struggle with that. My friend is married and her husband had a stroke mm-hmm. and he, his whole one side of his arm, you know, was messed up for a while. And I mean, literally, she had to help bathe him and wipe him and everything. And she's always like, see, this is what happens when you get married, Jenny. These are the things that you have to put up with. She's like, I didn't ask for this. You know, I mean, she did it. 
But she's like, I didn't, you know, at the same time, she's like, I don't know. Because you don't ever think it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, she didn't, I mean, she didn't think, well, she thought he was joking around when he had a stroke. <laughs> you know, she was like, she kicked him. <laughs> she was like, because he used to play around with her all the yeah. time. Yeah. Act like he was having a stroke, and he really did have a stroke oh that goodness. day. Oh, my God. Uh-uh. Yeah. What was I you about to say? like this, like, you really have to count the cost. And, and I also think that if you meet the right person, like if you get married for the right reasons, and I mean, you literally have to kind of, when you make that decision, like, <laughs> you need to probably look at that person and be like, could I wipe his ass? If I right. Right. Would I want to wipe his ass? Because it could happen. And it's like, if you are getting married, again, people get married for the wrong reasons to the, to, uh, to the wrong people for the wrong for the right reasons but for the wrong people so you really have to count the cost like you got to be emotionally equipped to handle that partnership like i've been single a long time as well so i always like and when i'm dating somebody i am trying to picture like uh am i gonna wipe this ass <laughs> right yeah like <laughs> I am trying to, like, see myself with them in every single way, yes. good, bad, and indifferent. Because I never really thought about that. You really have to count the cost. Like yeah. I said, like, it's going to cost you something yeah. at some point yeah. in time. It's going to cost you something. It ain't going to all be flowery, all love, all the time. And, you know. It'll be weird things that'll turn me off. Like, if. Like some, like uh, one particular guy came farted in front of me, it wouldn't bother me. But if another guy farted in front of me, it's like I'm done, I'm yeah. checked out, you are disgusting to me. And I know farting is a natural thing, but I've never. Oh, you, you just gotta stay single. I've never. <laughs> I've never passed gas in front of. No man? On again, off again, of the other one. No. And when I was dating. Uh, the rhino, remember the word that, that said he was a rhino? I told that story so many times. Roosevelt. Oh. Um, when I had cramps so bad, and at that time when I used to have cramps really bad, I had diarrhea with it. And we were out of town, and I made him leave and told him to stay gone for two hours. Because I had to use, my stomach was cramping so bad, and I had to use the restroom. He was like, are you kidding me? I really need to leave? Mm-hmm. I'll call you when to come back. Because I couldn't use the restroom while he was there. I didn't want him to use the restroom while I was there. I, I've never passed gas in front of anyone except for my kid's dad. But I don't even know if I did it then, probably when I was in labor, but not just, I've never just been that comfortable to fart in front of anybody. I know it's a natural thing, maybe on an accident, maybe, but just not ever. I've never felt like I'm so comfortable. I'm just going to pass gas. And I would prefer him not to be that comfortable and think he could just do it with me. Because I'm okay with that though. I'm okay because I got so many stomach issues. Right. So that has got to learn to see deal with that. that. <laughs> see? But see, I only a flip side of that. I don't like brushing my teeth in the morning. So, you know, there might be a man that's like, oh no, sister girl, no. But I have to, now, I'll, depending on what my breath is tasting like or smelling like, I'll swish. But I usually don't brush my teeth until after I eat. So somebody might feel like that's a deal breaker. Somebody might be like, uh, immediately, no. I think, you know, in the morning during work week, I don't brush my teeth until 
after I eat breakfast and right before I get ready to mm-hmm. leave. Because then I know I got to be at work in front of people. So then I don't think I do it either, right? Not when I first wake up. Especially when I get to work, they be looking at me like I wish she would get into her station. Because I will brush my teeth when I get to work because I have to make that McDonald's run. <laughs> and like that sausage, egg, and cheese McMuffin don't hit right until after. Yeah, you don't want toothpaste all in your mouth. Like and your food breakfast. don't taste right after you brush your teeth uh-uh. either. No. Um, I feel like I did not do. Aaron, any um, service by introducing and talking about uh, FOL, because I feel like I was stuttering over my words or whatever. But I want to circle back to this is kind of off the top, but we're kind of like pausing for a minute. Keisha's getting something, um, which I got to grab my drink. I forgot to grab it when I'm, I think her name is Shelly, came and got her uh, dishes and stuff. I know I'm going to butcher this word. He likes to do philanthropic. Say it for me. Philanthropic. Yeah, philanthropic. I can't say it. No, she she said it. That's what the FOL is. You know, they. You know, he does a lot of um, helping and so on and so forth. So again, I'm gonna have him on here. I know that was kind of like off topic because we addressed it at the beginning, but I felt like I did it no service because, yeah, but I just want to throw that in there so you guys know that, and he knows that. Was that an advertisement? That, I'm trying. That I'm trying. In the middle of a podcast, that was the ad that came in right there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to um, get everybody's perspective on things and um, different topics. And I cannot wait to get. I said um, we kind of went off topic, but. <laughs> but that's what we do. That This is every rate living. We talk about everything yes. under the sun. You know, yes. there's. To get us going. That's right. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. with men, there is no one direction, you know. We can go all over the board with that, but it it is something can to go on with us too. Yeah, because oh, yeah. it's 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 both sides to the coin. Because yeah. like mm-hmm. we have those men that feel like you know they're uneasy about women being um, successful and so on and so forth. But women only the, there's this other side to that. Women can be very intimidated by men who are who, successful. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just thought about something so great. It's a whole new topic, but it's the same kind of thing. So with dating, also now. Men, men really like that's another reason. Like I, I do like to see for men to them like I'm not looking for anything from you financially in that sense because there's so many women now that that is they're like if you only got a bag, they don't want you. Yeah. So they're looking for men that can get their hair done every week, get their nails done. But we know, we we know there's a lot of women yeah. out there like that. Now, none of us are women in here that we're looking for men to do mm. that for us. But there are a good oh, yeah. percentage of the women <laughs> who are. And they don't want to look at a man unless he got a big bag. Right. Right. And so now men are very cautious with how they spend money, how they, you know, even paying for dinner at a date. Because <laughs> yeah. It's like, to them, like, oh, she just want a free dinner. And there's women that do this. Yeah. And that really messes it up for women who, like, I'm not looking for a free meal. I can feed myself. Right. I'm not looking for your company. I mean, I do believe, you know, in men paying on first dates. I don't mind going half or whatever. Especially if I don't like you, I really don't mind going half. Oh, no. Like right. <laughs> I'll pay for the I whole like meal. You, I am <laughs> not paying for a meal. Well, I don't, know, I don't know about the whole meal, but if I don't like you... I don't, I don't like that, you. You can chalk it up as a loss. You're because, paying. Because I don't want you... You've always been a firm believer of that. I ain't buying nothing. But because I don't want you to think that I, you, I owe you nothing. 
I don't owe you a kiss at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. I don't owe you nothing because you paid for this twenty nine ninety nine meal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's get that straight. I don't owe you shit. And a lot of men, oh, I pay for dinner. I can't get... Hell no. <laughs> so let me give you your half of the bill right now. Because, yeah, it's not that. But it's just all these things with dating. It's just like, what, who pays? Or, like like I said, for me, I, I do believe men should pay the first date. Because to me, that's chivalry. Mm-hmm. And then it's like... But if you both know this date is not going nowhere, I never see this person again. Oh yeah, we can go have no problem. But I feel like if we having a good date and he is feeling me and stuff, he he should like go ahead and take care of that. Will I take care of bills in the future? Absolutely. But it's like I'm just a little old fashioned that way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And it, it, and if a man is like not wanting to pay, it could it could turn me off. But um, I try to be open because I know now a lot of men are very cautious of that because they think a lot of women out to get their money. So I'm not going to like, okay, I'm not seeing him no more because he wanted to pay half the bill. I'll give him some more chances to see where his head is at because like now I listen to a lot of men talking stuff and different, you know, all this stuff on YouTube. And I try to listen to men when they talk and where they head at and stuff and all these little blurps and TikTok, all this stuff. I, I like listening to men and see where they're coming from. But yeah, a lot of men now they're very, very cautious in dating because they because they feel like women are just out to get their money, and some men don't mind that because they like tricking. That's a whole nother story. (laughs) But it's not that over here again. Some men don't mind that they got a lot of money and they just flashy with it, and but they also expecting that's gonna pay off for them too. So you know, and, and in some ways. Is it is it present day prostitution? Maybe in some ways. But if that's how people get down, I guess that's their mm-hmm. business. But yeah, I just am not. I try to pay. I try to pay for like a birthday date, but they don't let me. You know, I have. I told you, I tried to do that. I was ready, and it's almost like they get uncomfortable when they. Yeah. When I and I've tried to do that, not a lot, but when I've tried to, do, you know, in kind, you know, do a birthday dinner or whatever. Um, it's almost like they want to go puke. Like, no. And I'll do it. Like, I like that. I I like if I try to pay and you're like, absolutely not. <laughs> okay, good. Because good, it, I didn't want to pay anyhow. No, girl. <laughs> girl, I would. At the end of the day, if you become a couple, you're going to do so yeah. much. Yeah. The value, what you're going to add to that man's life and the things you're going to do for him won't even... It's an investment for him. Right. I really, I really, I don't, I don't care what people say. I look at it that way, and I know a lot of people don't like that. But I feel like if a man is dating a woman and paying for things, it, to me, it's an investment because he's definitely gonna get a return. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. And I do, too, and yeah. I and I and I have bought gifts and stuff for holidays and stuff. But I'm so not used to buying gifts for guys. I always feel like I'm missing a mark. I'm not buying you no Jordans. I'm not buying you no PlayStation. You getting like nice little massage gifts, gift cards. And, you know, I'm going to buy things that I know that you like. But I'm probably not going to get you no Jordans. Not. I I bought Jada a pair of LeBron James. I said, girl, that's a, yeah, that's not my ministry. Them shoes (laughs) cost too much. And they ain't even all that. But I just think you should give gifts based on the level of, of your gift giving yeah too. like don't break the bank trying to impress yeah, them don't miss your rent because you're trying to you know right <laughs> don't but at the same time like if somebody has like i said if you've invested in me 
and I have the money to get you something that I know you'll like and it's a little cost a little cost a little expensive it it's nothing to me but we have to have that foundation yeah, yeah. I don't know for sure do that for somebody that I'm for sure casual, you know that I'm casually dating right no that's an that's somebody that yeah you we're gonna get you're gonna get a now. gift on the level where we're at and on again off again always got me nice gifts and very you know i, I don't want to say pricey because they were but not like not on the level of charles gives you know but that was a different type of relationship and so on and so forth but i i do get nice gifts from guys but at the same time i don't try to match their energy they make more money than me they have you know what i mean i'm, I'm not out here trying to Spend five hundred dollars because you spend five hundred or a thousand because you spend a thousand, and if I, if I see something that's nice and it's sixty dollars, I'm gonna give it to you. Why? Because I'm not trying to show up to you yeah. trying to be yeah. and acting like I got it going on. And when you come into my world, you see, I was robbing Peter to pay Paul to get you a gift, In and you ain't gonna opinion, respect me for any that. Real man should not even allow you Mm-mm. to do that. Like and maybe then, you can't afford. That. Right? Come on, what you doing? Right? No. Yes. You know, yes. any real man is not gonna let you do that. Like. Otherwise, he's trying to take from you. And I don't want nobody... You know what I mean? Right. That's exactly. Not, no. And they know. One thing about a man, they know when you perfect. They know a lot more about you and what you're giving off than we give them credit for. And sometimes, you know, that might be why the relationship isn't really going, you know, further than it is either. We give a, we We don't give them enough credit for really being in tune with things. You right. know what I mean? Um, we, we do... I try to be an advocate for both sides because... I do have three boys, well, three men, and I see some of the things that they do and how they operate and so on and so forth. Not saying that they dot the I's and cross the T's, but I've had conversations. I'm like, hmm, I didn't even know you picked up on that or you saw that or just guys in general. I'm right. like, oh, you saw that? Because I, I didn't think you were smart enough to see <laughs> right. that. I, I'm not giving you enough credit for, you know, your, your elevator going up to the 10th floor, but... You know, everything is about trial and error and learning and getting to that that happy place. And, you know, you only get there by trial and error. But we definitely going to do a part two, have some guys over here. Um, hopefully, you know, well, we know it's going to be fun because, you know, they're going to have a lot more. Especially my cousin like that. I he, was just gonna, that's oh what I was my god! He, <laughs> look, ain't nobody he gonna be able to. to say. Ain't nobody gonna be able to get nothing off on oh, him. I'm gonna get it off. <laughs> he gonna no, be like, no. see, see, uh, uh-uh, no, uh, uh-uh, no, see, uh, uh-uh, yeah. I can't but wait. Yeah, <laughs> I'm biting at the bit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's gonna be funny. Y'all stay tuned for that because that's gonna be epic. I'm gonna get Damon, oh, Brian, oh yes. god, because they really are. They will have they a will mouthful. Have to say. It'll be. It'll just be the podcast with them. That'd be fun. The I gotta guy, be here for that. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm gonna um schedule that and get with them and keep you guys posted because that will be fun. That will be uh, layers. We'll do that before it gets. Um, I I think I'll do that for like a holiday, okay. uh, holiday night. That'd be good. Yeah, if we don't get snowed in, because you know black folks do not like going nowhere. Hold when up, it's snow, folk, this white folk don't either. No, well, <laughs> remember you're black on the inside. Because <laughs> um, when it's snowing, nobody don't want to go nowhere. Everybody yeah. be on Facebook. I got my going to bed clothes on. I'm in for the night clothes on. Meanwhile, I'm like, I wonder if I should just run over to TJ Maxx as in long a as blizzard. The rose is clear. It don't bother me. Me I, either. I the rose clear though. That's all. Yeah. Oh, this week I didn't want to go nowhere. I literally went to work, came home, put my pajamas on. I worked every day. This is my weekend off, and so I'm like, it's supposed to be nice, so I'm basking in it. But you guys, thank you for joining us tonight. I hope you guys had fun listening to us talk about 
the men pool, lack thereof. The, the, the pee in the pool. Right, the pee in the pool. <laughs> the man who's not really sure if they want a strong woman and all that good stuff. Um, but to that, men don't want women coming in like they superwoman either. Men do want to feel like they can take care of you and they want to. So you coming in like, you know, with an S on your chest, you superwoman, you don't need none. Like that is kind of hard for a man to find his groove and niche with you because what my uncle used to say, where all y'all are saying, one of y'all ain't necessary. So if you coming in like you, the man and the woman in a relationship, like really where do he fit in? So sometimes we as women, we do kind of got to soften it up, be a little bit of damsel in distress so they can figure it out. But it ain't our job to make them, you know, get to that point. But but those are the, those are the women. That's not the majority. That's why I came right. in and I said, the, they've taken the word independent. They're taking, you know, there are some women who are, are rougher around the edges. It's like, I don't need no man. I can get it, you know. All well, you need one, girl. Shut up. You just no, ain't we, got one. Right. right. <laughs> you, you want somebody coming in, pay them bills. And, and they come in bringing that type of energy. Yeah. Well, excuse me. So that's, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So I, I get what the you're same saying. Page with that. Yeah. So we just then, then we ain't talking about them women. Right, right. We talk about normal women right. just out here <laughs> and just want a good man. Right. Yeah. And they go to work every day, and if there's and they take care of their household. <laughs> yeah, because I don't mind cooking and cleaning, ironing your clothes, yeah. and doing all that for you. At if you all. treat me right, you, I mean, you got to be treating me right to get those perks, honey. Yes. Because you know, it, and again, everybody find what works for them. Yeah. Every relationship, what works for y'all. How, who work when and who do what when and who good at this and who good at that. You know, I think every relationship needs to find their groove when it right. comes to that kind of thing. Yeah. So. Well, we are just about out of time, you guys. Um, until the next time, you already know we're going to talk about it. <laughs>